Hello everyone, how are you doing? Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to another episode. Um, this episode, we're speaking to Janice Danua, and it's interesting because this episode was actually done on Instagram. So we had an Instagram live with Janice, and we were able to have a conversation, a really meaty and uh, really, really important conversation about relationships, about God direction in, in relationships. Um, it's actually quite a good conversation, a good testimony that Janice shared with us. So I hope you're blessed. Um, I hope you are encouraged by this testimony. So do listen to part one. We'll also have part two available. And yeah, so let's let's listen and uh, be blessed. Janice Danu and I, we know each other from, from a long, long, long time ago. Uh, so we've known each other wow for i don't know how many years now but i've known you for a while we worked in the kids ministry at church together so i'm pleased to have you share your testimony here today so janice please tell us a bit about yourself <laughs> i am i've got oh, yes, a you for young people love young people and i think it comes from a place where growing up when i was younger i didn't, didn't know i didn't talk i didn't i wasn't a social a social little butterfly like i am now I was very, very shy. I wouldn't even say that I was shy, truth be told. The word that I tend to use is that I was intimidated by people. Oh. I was told when I was um, younger that I didn't speak until I was three. And oh, wow. Going to, yeah, going to school, I was as quiet as a mouse. And oh, my wow. teacher would say, you know, to my, to my parents, you know, Janice is so helpful, but, you know, she needs to be encouraged to talk. Mm. At home, I was fine, but outside of the home, you know, different settings, unfamiliar environments and stuff, I was just, I much prefer to do than to actually speak. And that really carried on into my teens and even when I started to work. I spent my lunch breaks actually in my car because I didn't want to go into the staff room. Wow. It's really hard to see you like because I know you now and I know that you actually talk to people. So it's really like, oh my God, it's unbelievable that that happened when, at a young age. It's, it's, for me, it's hard to see that actually knowing you right now. It's amazing. It's amazing. So yes, yeah, so, so please carry on. So you were in your car having lunch, not wanting yeah. to mix with your you know fellow staff. I'm like, this is, so what happened after that? Yeah, so I'd spend my lunch with my car and then, um, you know, the staff, staff, other, my colleagues would be like, Janice, why don't you come from the staff room? Come to the staff room. But, you know, in my mind, like, all the teachers are there. Kind of, I suppose, remind me of when I was in school myself. I've always thought that maybe having conversations that I couldn't be a part of because I didn't quite get what they were talking about. Or That's felt very intimidating. But one day I just, you know what, let me just go. And if I do remember correctly, it was after I got saved that I started to go and hearing their conversations talking one to another I'm like well hold on these people have more issues than I do (laughs) (laughs) so that literally (laughs) went out of the window and I and that's when God really started to come through and show himself up in my my life um I worked in the school in Tower Hamlets so it was predominantly um Muslim and of course and the school was very much so and a reflection of that but I was, I just, you know, I got into conversations and I just find myself just talking about 
God, or just asking, literally asking people about, you know, themselves, just talking. And I remember in a playground one time and a, co- and a colleague was talking about her mum who was traveling around the world, her and her husband in, in their yachts. And she was really concerned that her mum wasn't well. And I said, you know what, would you like me to pray with you? Oh, wow. And lo and behold, she said yes. And it showed me that when people are going through stuff, they're always mm. open. They're always mm. open. Another time, mm. another couple Muslim girl, she was, um, got, had gotten married and married at English side, so she was actually practicing her faith. But she, the, the two of them wanted to have children. And, you know, they had been trying for a little while and nothing happened. And, of course, like, prompting from God, I said, you know what? I believe in, in, a, in the one and only truly God that is able to do the impossible. Would you, would you like me to pray with you? Because I believe you will bless me. And she was, of course, open. I prayed with her. A year later, she was, you know, she was having a child. So, oh, wow. So, this, so you pretty much started as an, as a, at an early... Uh... In, at early start in terms of ministry then I guess unbeknownst to me and, <laughs> and, and looking where I've come from but I guess that's why I was you know when I think about my life I look at how God has just kind of little mm. trail how you feel like the enemy was trying to keep his mouth shut because he knows mm. exactly us to use our voice in order to make a difference in people's lives and for them to know the truth and that God actually is alive and kicking and that he can turn people's lives absolutely around. so i know that this is actually your ministry side i think we're going to come to that later so i i, I think right now i want to want to get to know janice like what are your hobbies what do you enjoy doing when you're not doing ministry i know that ministry can you know can also come as come to your hobbies as well you can do your hobbies you can get engaged in ministry but what do you enjoy doing what is the what are the things that you do when you're not doing ministry should i say <laughs> you know what, Julie? what i really enjoy doing is this i mean not necessarily um. on camera but i'm one <laughs> i kind of take it i grew up in a house where my father was always this social butterfly he would go and visit my you know family members always friends and it's always it's like you're just checking on with them just 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 hanging and just talking just find out how they're doing and encouraging and that is that is basically what I mean. I love, of course, I love going out to the cinema. I love to go to the theatre. I love going out to eat. So <laughs> thankfully, you can't tell by how I look. <laughs> I do. I'm, I, 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 I love to hang with people. I'm, and I'm, although I, I like the like the, the loud crowd, the 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 wide, you know, loads of people in the crowd. Mm. Okay, but I'm really mm. kind of a one to one, more of a one to three kind of people. I like intimate settings. So, yeah, I'm up from, well, okay, the other thing I love to do is travel, of course. Oh, yes, of course you do. Of course. I don't want to get jealous. I love travel, and I've traveled extensively. I've been a few places. Um, Yeah. So, those are are some of the things that you do. Actually, when you talk about, you know, spending time people and engaging people, I know that for a fact that that's who you are. I think my first, the first, um, first time I actually had a conversation with you was on the phone and I was calling to to volunteer to be part of the children's church and you're the person that I spoke to and you were quite warm and it was it was amazing it was really nice talking to you and the way you made me feel as well so and that was my first first 
chat with you and it was it was actually quite nice and um yeah so i see that in you till today you're still making people like laugh you're still making people chatty and i think that's a, a, a tremendous gift given to you by god and i thank god for how you're using your gifts and um, i'm gonna i'm gonna ask us to jump right in now because i'm curious um to know about your testimony um so what what's your, your testimony about i know we're talking about relationships so i'm just gonna get you to go into what you want to share with us share with us today okay so um yeah you know i've got, I've got loads of testimonies in, in different areas of <laughs> i know i know <laughs> i want to share the one i did want to share about the one with about um relationships and i've shared and i have shared it before um i was in a relationship a long distance relationship with a gentleman um, in Nigeria actually um, introduced to him to me by his sister and it was all very nice I even went to visit Ni- in, went to Nigeria um, yeah it was, it was a nice time I, I did. they looked after me very well um, but even in the, in the run up to, even before I got to Nigeria I was like you know what Lord this is a nice gentleman you know we're having a good good time talking getting to know each other I see no this is you know he fits the criteria that kind of tall very tall dark handsome handsome oh dimples I like dimples from the get from the get-go you know I said to the Lord because you know he was over there he was over there I was like I said to you know, his sister when he was introduced, I said, so he's there, I'm here, which is great, but where are we going to make our home? He said, no, I want to just leave that to God, you know, God will work that out. But it was always something that really played with me, because I really set in my mind, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you have to come here, you have to come here. But you know, then you know, still kind of have a bit of fun. But I just say to the Lord, I said, you know what, Lord, if it is your will, I want you to bring him here, you know? Even if it's a case where later on that I go to wherever it is in the world that will settle out, settle down, he needs to come here because that would be a confirmation for me that okay, you're in it. And we'd be talking about to the one, one to another, and it, it happened so that his sister was going over. That's how I came to it. And like Lord, if only he'd already been here, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even hesitate in going. Um, then, you know, speaking to a couple of friends, you know, maybe you can get to know him in his, in his own environment and da 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 da. I said, okay, yeah. I'll go. So I went over and as I said, I had a great time, lovely meeting him, what's not, what's not. Um, came back and, you know, he was trying to come here, but for one reason or another, it just, it just wasn't happening. But it was my constant prayer, Lord, okay, I've been over there, but I still need this man to come here. And until he does, I'm just not going to have a peace about it. Mm. It's still, you know, but even um, even though I've had this two-way with, with Father God, and this was my ultimate wish, of course, the flesh is still desiring what it desires. Yeah, of course, you know, of course. Like, you know what? And I and I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Or maybe you're working on this. Or maybe you're working on that. Um, and you know, next the next, you know, one year turned into two two years turned into three um, and we met up we met up somewhere else and the, the relationship stepped up and stepped forward even to you know a lot more serious we actually got engaged um, but when it came to the crunch and it was literally felt like you know weeks later maybe just felt like weeks later a couple of months where it was tradition for 
introduction to take place and what's not. And God reminded me, but he's still not here. How can I go forward and he's still not here? And of course, there was there was a few other things. That wasn't the only thing. There were other things that you actually do with relationships. And I just, in my Noah, I just, God was continually reminding me, Jennifer, what you said, you said to me that if I don't bring him here, then you'll be convinced that it's me speaking and that, that he's not the one for you. Well, it was the hardest thing. I'm not even going to lie. It was a hard, hard thing. But I had to, I had to pay attention to what was going on within me and, you know, draw, draw the relationship to the end. You can imagine how heartbreaking wow. I was, but how he was. And it was just, it wasn't a very pleasant time at all. I mean, no, no, ending of any relationship is um, we try to you know keep the communication going for it but we both knew that when, when it came to our last um, conversation that although we didn't say but we knew that it was the end and that was that but I tell you I cried I cried I oh cried, I, cried. I, I can just imagine how how sad and heartful it was actually making making that decision because like you said you were at a stage where you were not planning on getting married you had you were planning on an introduction but by the way was in, introduction going to be in england or, or obviously it was going to be in nigeria would you have had to go to nigeria for an introduction as well well of course he left it to me it can, it can happen wherever i want to but okay so it could have happened in it's going to take place here so they were thinking something about doing it by proxy, which means that I think his family will represent him. Oh, I see. Okay. Again, it was like, well, that's not how, even from my understanding and how the Nigerian you know, tradition goes, even that doesn't, it doesn't follow through. He's supposed to come, you know? And it's not that he didn't want to, it's just that he for whatever reason couldn't. He couldn't. I said, um, yeah, I said, as I said, and that wasn't the only thing. There was other things along the way, but it had. But I had to had to say no. I had to say no. It was. It's actually quite. All those people out there who have their heart broken. Yeah. 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 And it was you actually making the decision. It wasn't like he came and said, "Oh, you know, I can't marry you, or this is not going to work." You were the one that actually said, "You know, this is what the law. I I I asked the Lord for. This is what." asked the Lord to do for, for this relationship to prove that he's the one for example and I'm going to ask about this question actually because we'll talk about speaking to the Lord and asking the Lord for direction and this is what we want to talk about today um, how did you actually get your direction um, I asked because some people say well they hear, they hear an audible voice um, they, they prayed about it or they had one person tell them that one or two people speak to them about it. How did you actually get your direction from God that this relationship is not working or this relationship working, I should take this photo, I shouldn't take this photo? How was that? How did you actually get that? Um... Revelation. Sorry. It literally started with the, with the first. Um, I never envisioned myself living abroad. That was one never envisioned myself and truth be told when I said to the Lord I said Lord whoever this man that you bring in here no Nigerians oh no God. <laughs> never say never <laughs> exactly never exactly. say never when it comes to these things yeah exactly and even that taught me a lesson because it's nothing to do with the outside nothing to do with yeah, um, absolutely with, with absolutely and he was a he's, he, he's not even a, he's a nice guy he's a good guy he's treating me very mm. well and I'm, when it comes to that 
but it was it was the fact that I had already put put it out to the Lord. And you know, there's some things that you can sweep over. You can kind of like, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect, and um, you know, just just how do you know for sure? Then maybe just just go for it. But I had seen enough relationships where there's so many regrets that people have had when they know that they know that they know that they shouldn't have gone into that relationship and they went ahead and everything that they know to be true happened. But for me, I mean, because I'm not necessarily going on, it wasn't a fear thing that stopped me. I'm like, hey, don't, don't want to get it wrong. Although there was a part of that, but there was just no peace. I put it out to the Lord and you know, I just said, okay, well, I'm just going to, along the way, I can see certain things or, you know, nothing to do so much with his character, but his walk with with Christ wasn't exactly what I could feel comfortable in saying that, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead, believing that he'll be the cover and you're going you're gonna to be a great help. Uh, uh. Things that are important to me. I want, as I said, nobody's perfect. And I've heard so many relationships, you might get involved with somebody, they're not as strong a Christian as you. And next thing you know, they take over. Um, but it was, I could see his focus was totally a little bit different from mine. I guess we just wasn't on the same page on, on the important things in life. My things is that I want a life of purpose, you know? I want mm-hmm. whoever I'm getting, but I'm going to be establishing God's will on God's first above anything else again i say nothing nobody's perfect and it's a working we have to work together and you know but i am sharpening iron as the word says yeah. and you know it, it is a process but if at the beginning or near the beginning of the relationship or in it's getting to the serious serious stage and i'm still feeling an uncertain certain uncertainty not feeling yeah. that peace yeah. i would be crazy I would be crazy to go forward hoping that I could change him because I know one thing that I cannot do I can only change myself I can't change anybody else and the business of changing people is, is down to God um, exactly. and, I think, and I also think not only thinking about myself but it was unfair on him to say that you know he has to be this this and this for me in order to make me feel good he has to be who he is and be happy with who he is and I have to do the same you know, yeah, because it's quite—it's actually we saying that actually it's, it's quite interesting going into a relationship and thinking this person has to be this for me to please me, because even in relationships you ha- there are compromises you have to make a compromise in your relationship. So it's going into saying what, how am I how am I supposed to be um, give in this relationship as opposed to oh I just want to receive. So interesting that you mentioned that it's not about receiving. <laughs> you got to do this for me. But it's about how can I, yeah, give in this relationship, how can I be, you know, the wife that God, how God has called me to be in this relationship, be the helpmate in this relationship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, I, and I have to say, I'm a bit old-fashioned when it comes to that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I want to know that, you know, I recognize myself as a, as a helper. And I want to be a part of a relationship that's going somewhere, that we're going to be doing something together whether it's a kind of a separate together meeting, you know, same purpose or working together, going for the same, whatever it is. Mm. But, um, yeah, there has to be, it for me, it has to be, there has to be intention. I think a part of, part of my whole is the, isn't he journey in my mind was, okay, so suppose I, I up sticks and go to where he is. 
What am I going to do? What is our life going to look like? Not that I can, I'm, I'm, you know, God's going to show me everything one time, but I'm supposed to know something. And I know that, I know what God has called me to do. I know what I, you know, you talk about, um, what do I love to do as a hobby and what's not, what's not. And I said, I love people. And I couldn't see myself doing what I do here, over there. I couldn't see how the two of us were kind of married together, simply because where he was, you know, in his walk with God where I was at the time. Um, I'm just still thinking about how you broke off this relationship <laughs> because there are people who obviously have dated people. They they found they knew um, from the very beginning that this was there was trouble, there were some red flags and they still went in and married those people. And you, you mentioned earlier that people have done that and people have regretted it. So you were at a, a stage where you got engaged, you're planning to get married, and you have to bring yourself to the realization that, look, I know what I've asked God, I know I can't see it in this relationship, so I'm going to end it. So, um, if you don't mind my asking, how did you end this relationship? Okay, because I don't want to expose his business too much. Yes, I appreciate a, that. Yeah, there was a, a, a boulder, a wall, a mountain that I knew that because of this thing and where he's at, I mean, he saw it as nothing. I really can't, I'd love to be able to go into a bit more detail, but he was happy to have his life go forward working with a particular person, if you like. And I said to myself, who wasn't a believer, and I said, Yeah. Seems like a bit of a conflict of interest there. Now I know that this, you know, we're all working for who or whatever, but with this particular thing, because he was for this particular thing, I thought, no, 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 no. And it was it was unfortunate that that this came to light literally days before the um, the introduction that was due to take place. Wow. It was of course it was over the phone. Um I just said I can't. I even told his sister before I told him, which made it wow. Because she was on the phone, like, because of course she she's doing the by proxy, so she's got all the family, you know, whoever she could get, who was you know, planning to come to to my house. But I had I told her that I can't do it. Wow. Like, kind of encouraged me, no, 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 let's just do it, and then we can talk about it afterwards. I'm like, no, because a promise is a promise, and I don't want to do things just for show and just to make yeah. it the easier thing. It was it was terrible and of course I, I i had good counsel very good counsel and i was speaking to them along the way over the years one of them being my my bro and he said something not that he, he, he it was his he's um, what he what he said just made me think this, this is a big thing and it's a big commitment and um, are you sure and i was like you know and because of all what was culminating over the time yeah. If I say yes, I don't I want to be a woman of my word. If my yes is yes, I want it to be yes. And if my no is no, I want it to be no. And as difficult as it was, by saying no to first his sister, then you know, having have him on the phone, and I could, you could imagine it was a pleasant conversation. It wasn't a conversation at all, actually. A lot of the time, I had to just listen and take what he would have to say, and you know, text in and what's not, what's not. 
Um, but it's like feathers that are thrown up in the air. I knew that he was just, he was angry and he had a right to be. But once the feathers started to float, you know, float down to the ground, you can see that anger started to kind of subside a little bit. And, you know, he was prepared to, 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 um, to carry on. And as he would say himself, he said, you know, Dennis, you've tried to break up with me five times. Wow. So it, so it wasn't the first time, yeah. So it wasn't really difficult. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's why I say that, you know, as much as, as much as I knew that it was wrong, the flesh was wanting what it wants, isn't it? Maybe this, maybe so over the time, so I was saying, you know, we can't, you know, I can't do this and all that, you know, break up that. And you kind of, I don't know how you got me back in, but it always, it was really, a, wow. it was just, it was just smooth. It left me feeling sometimes, and it's, what are you doing? Why are you want to break up? You know, just, you know, God is working things out. God is doing this, God is that. But all I could see is that. Just so there was actually uncertainty from the very beginning, oh, to be honest, because if you said you, yeah, if you said you tried to break up with him five times, you yeah. you obviously weren't sure throughout your relationship. Definitely, definitely. And I just want to go back to something that you said. Um, you said, uh, you talked about um, people that you, you're getting support and speaking to people. And I, and I just want to emphasize how important that is, actually. Trying to speaking to people that you, you can... Sh- you know share what you're going through with it's very important that we have people in our lives that we can talk to we can go for advice um I, i've forgotten that there's a name for it <laughs> i can't seem to remember but people that you can share your your spiritual spiritual friends sisters in christ spiritual fathers spiritual brothers and sisters even your family that you can go and speak to about your relationship because sometimes when you're in a relationship you obviously don't you don't actually see the red flags if I, can, if I can say red flags yeah so you need people who are outside the relationship who are actually can look into if i can use that word into the relationship and tell you you know this is not right um we know you and this doesn't fit where you're going this doesn't fit your purpose and who you are so i just wanted to just highlight that because i think it's very interesting because you mentioned that you were talking to your brother you were speaking to other people as well so in, in terms of relationship and getting direction we can get direction from people god can use other people to you know speak to us about our relationship so but it's interesting because you know based on what you're telling me you did have some concerns about the relationship at the end as an early stage so it's just something to to look out for when we're, when we're in relationships yeah and it's one thing that I've always said to myself. I said, I always said to look to the Lord. I, I do talk, straight talking with him. I said, Lord, I know what it's going. I know what I'm going to be like when I'm going to be in a relationship. My, I'm going to be on cloud nine, <laughs> and my head is not going to be right. So I need some good people around me that's going to keep me grounded and tell me the truth when I need to hear it. You know, and and that's exactly what he did. I had some really good counsel, really good counsels and pastors, and you know, um, good friends, good friends, and even like those who I work closely with, and uh, colleagues who are close friends, who I would share what I was going through. So it's important, it's really important to have um, people that will not just because, of course, people are just so. People are happy for you when you get in a relationship. And yeah. I can't tell you the amount of people when I, because I kept it under wraps for a long time. And when I finally did, I mean, I, when I when I let it out, I really went public. The Bible <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way. 
So they were really happy, you know, and they were like, I'm so happy. When things went the other way, I was as public as that. So another revival times where I let people know that. Yeah. Um, it didn't work out. And I think, and one of the reasons why I did that is because, as you say, you know, you know me as, you know, always bubbly and, you know, around the church and doing this and the other. And oftentimes people say, oh, Jenny, she's got such a lovely smile. You were so nice. You're so, so dish. You're so, they're so helpful like that. And they will have it in their mind that Janice don't go through things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Janice has got all of her things together. Well, yeah, because you're always smiling all the time. You're always so happy. <laughs> you're always so cheerful and so happy all the time. So yeah, of course people think that. But I, and I, but it's, but I wanted people, and this is probably why I told people about um, my whole thing with, you know, my, my former. But I remember even saying to you one time, I said to you, Julie, do you feel like you know me? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I talk all the time, yeah, I feel I know you. I said, what do you know about me? You were scratching your head. You. I was scratching my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, I said to myself, you know, I'm so good, I'm so good at letting, of talking to people and making them feel like they know me. Mm. But in actual fact, they don't. They don't know you at all. You know what? I don't just don't want. I don't. I don't just want to know because people always tell me they're they're busy and whatnot. But I want to be known. So this is me me making myself known, letting people know that I'm not perfect. That I do have struggles and I have to. I'm having to face all these these difficulties. Wow, what an interesting conversation so far with Janice Sinewa and a really interesting story and testimony she's been sharing with us. So I hope you can tune in to listen to part two as she concludes this story. And thank you so much for listening to part one. And uh, yeah, hopefully tune in soon to part two. God bless you. Bye-bye.